Welcome to the Strange Films Podcast, a place for filmmakers, actors, and other creatives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Strange Films Podcast. I am back with, I believe, an up-and-coming actor and soon-to-be director. Uh, This guy is talented. I'm so excited to get to know him. DeAndre Teagle, thank you for your time. Thanks for being on the show. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me, man. I'm honored. Uh, I'm a fan, uh, so I'm just excited to be here. Well, I appreciate it, man. Uh, I'm a fan of you as well, just based off uh, a lot of the stuff I've been watching of you as far as uh, your films and your performances go, man. You uh, definitely look like you know what you're doing, and uh, you've got some cool credits behind your name, and you're soon to be making your first uh, directorial debut, so that's exciting. Um, And you're based out in Nashville, correct? Correct. Okay, so we're not too far apart. I mean, I'm in Knoxville, so we have to to try to link up sometime. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, yes, that's like that's down the street. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, all right, man. So uh, for my audience who may not be familiar with your work, of course, why don't you uh, take some time to uh, get uh, introduce yourself and kind of how, how you got all started? Yeah, um, so I'm DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Teagle, and I am an actor and uh, soon-to-be director. And um, I guess my start, you know, I've been – I've been acting for as long as I can remember, you know, in uh, school plays and my uh, training is I have a degree in music theater. So uh, I went to school in Wichita at uh, Wichita State University and got my degree there. And while I was there, I was super involved in the dance program. And after graduation, I taught dance full time. Uh, you know, just to pay bills and everything. And so I kind of fell into it. Uh, But, you know, as far as filmmaking, you know, I went to, I majored in music theater, kind of just to hone in on all of the skills that I had, you know, and so I wanted to train and get um, a good handle on everything. So I wanted to make sure that I was comfortable in my body, you know, and so that's where the dance training kind of came in into play and, uh, you know, being able to project and use my voice and be able to throw it however I can as an actor, you know, singing and uh, voice training became very important in that aspect and uh, just being able to sharpen the tool in acting. So I wanted to train in all three of those areas. Uh, that way I could use it going down the line. And uh, it's definitely helped me so far. Uh, and so I booked my first feature back in 2017. Uh, it was a feature out in Wichita and um, a little rom-com, got to play the, you know, the best friend. And uh, and then after that, I booked a feature that filmed in Nashville and it actually filmed in Hendersonville, which is where I grew up and it's where I'm uh, based in now. And, uh, you know, after that, it kind of just like, steamrolled into you know where I'm at now um and I was booking things in the southeast but I was still living in the midwest and so I kind of just made the decision to capitalize on all of that and move to the southeast and pursue it full-time and so I moved here uh I moved back here in 2022 uh so I've been here a year now and uh yeah, and now we're just we're doing doing what we do, um, and so uh, and now I just wrapped my uh, directorial debut with uh, Split Blood, and it's a short film, and we can get into that here in a second for sure. But uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like that's 
that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good, man. Um, yeah, I mean, and you kind of already have like a little bit of a creative background before the acting, of course, with the music and dancing and everything like that. So I'm sure that kind of, I, I don't know, as, as creatives, I, I've kind of, I do a bunch of different things as well. So I know that all somehow it's all linked together, I think. And it kind of always continues to inspire you and help you in your future endeavors and things like that. When you moved to Nashville, um, was it, did it take some time to, I mean, I know you're still like a friend, like a year in permanently living there now, but like, finding your community, finding people like you can associate with and collaborate with and things like that. Uh, was that already kind of founded, uh, had a little foundation there beforehand or uh, mm-hmm. did it take some time to kind of build some of that? Like I know we have a mutual acquaintance, uh, Dylan A. Young, he was on this show uh, before yeah. and he was the one who referred me to you. So um, mm-hmm. how was all that? Yeah. So uh, there was definitely a foundation there before moving here. And I think without that, I wouldn't have felt as comfortable uh, moving here, but uh, as you mentioned, Dylan, you know, that's my brother, man. And, uh, it's, uh, he's seen me grow, uh, kind of like since day one. And so for knowing that he would be close and, um, you know, with me moving here was definitely something that helped and kind of solidify that decision. But, uh, yeah, before moving here, I had a pretty good base, you know, so there's Dylan, uh, he's in Louisville, but still pretty close. And then I have a good friend, uh, Aaron Murtis, who is also a filmmaker. And uh, I've been in a couple of projects of his. And, you know, now he's a really good friend, friend of mine. Uh, we've known each other for about the same time me and Dylan have. Um, and, you know, my family is from here as well. So, you know, I had them. Uh, but now living here, I've been here for a year and in being able to meet different actors and other filmmakers and everything it's definitely helped me be able to kind of branch out and spread my wings in that aspect and then also networking um and i think uh i think as far as like networking goes it's it's definitely a lot more about making relationships on a personal level rather than on the front end of it saying like what you do or having it be business oriented, you know, because that's how me and Dylan met. We met on set, but our relationship continued and grew into more of a friendship before it ever became, you know, about business. And now, you know, he's a, he's a big part of uh, split blood being created. Uh, and so I think, you know, in acting classes, I've been able to find people that, have been open to collaborating and then we're also growing relationships in that aspect and then just on different projects i just feel like it's so important to show love at any moment in every moment that you can you know when you're on set you know with the crew and uh you know other actors because you never know in the future where those relationships might end up and how they might help you or how you can help them in the future you know um yeah, so yeah. it's definitely been a journey. Yeah, one hundred percent. Though, I mean, that's that's kind of. I definitely try to when when new people who are trying to get into directing or filmmaking, acting, whatever. It's just like definitely network as much as you can, and mm-hmm. always try to stay positive, have fun, and like you said, build relationships versus like you know what can you do for me? What can I do for you? I mean, like yeah. I mean, sometimes that works, of course. Like if you guys are. Uh, you know, collaborating on something, of course, but, um, but, you know, like definitely I've always just tried to make the best out of everyone's time and their presence and just try to, 
be a, a family of some sort as we're creating. And then that way, you know, like you say, you never know where that, that takes you later, whether it's a nice, a great friendship or a creative partnership or uh, help you along with your projects or they'll look out for you for other opportunities down the road. So, yeah, absolutely, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm a big believer in, you know, having relationships that aren't transactional, mm -hmm. you know, because then people on either side, it's always about like, what can you do for them or what can they do for you? You know, rather than just, than just being and growing together, you know? Um, and like, that's also just something that I've like realized in life, but definitely like in this industry, um, you know, you want to grow something that's real uh, before all of the other stuff, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about um, some of your acting before we dive into your directing. Um, now, you you know, you started kind of getting into acting a little bit. You did a, a rom-com and then you did some feature films. Uh, you know, Painted in Blood was a trailer I watched. Uh, Death Ranch uh, was another trailer I watched, which both of those looked pretty awesome, looked wild. Uh, yeah. So can you tell us uh, your experience about kind of, you know, jumping into feature film roles mm -hmm. and you know, carrying that performance throughout like a big project like that, because, you know, a lot of actors will probably cut their teeth for a long time just doing shorts back and forth. And then feature films can be pretty uh, intimidating. So how was your experience jumping um, into those kind of projects and what was what were those projects like for you? Yeah, man, my you know, everyone's journey is different. And I think my journey, I've, I've just been so blessed and with opportunities uh, that I've had so far. Um, so film has always been what I wanted to do. And I think music theater has definitely helped like with, uh, the preparation and they're two completely different beasts, you know? Um, but I think I've always been comfortable in front of the camera because in school we were, we were in a time where everything was kind of shifting to virtual, uh, even, even pre-pandemic. Uh, and so, you know, we were focusing on self-tapes and focusing on, you know, like promotion things during a show where they would bring a camera in and, you know, you have to do a number and everything while the camera's there. So, you know, I've always been comfortable in front of a camera, but I think um, when it came down to having to carry a feature for the first time, with uh, Death Ranch, Death Ranch was the first, you know, first time that I uh, had a lead role in a feature. And, uh, you know, at first I was I was definitely nervous, um, especially like leading up to the to the shoot, just because, you know, I'm I'm sure that you can relate to this, but like I'm so like hard on myself and like so critical uh, in terms of the work. And uh, it was my first time having to carry something like that. And so I just I wanted to make sure that I did it justice and I, you know, when I got on set, I wanted it to seem as though I knew what I was doing and everything. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, kind of all of that nervousness and anxiousness went away after the first day, you know, after meeting everyone and being able to um, see what everyone was about and being more familiar with the project and everything. Um, so it was a, it was a good experience and I've grown with each one. So I think um, to answer your question, um, it wasn't, the work was in front of me and I just had to tackle it, you know? There wasn't 
um, obviously there's preparation, you know, like prep preparing the work and doing your character development and all of that stuff. But, uh, as far as, you know, feeling like weight or pressure from a feature, it just, for me, it was just, it was another opportunity to do what I love, you know? And then, um, I just related it to everything else that I've done up until this point. And so now there's just a camera in front of me, you know what I mean? So <clears throat> I kind of like, I just tried to approach everything from that, from that aspect, you know, like there's no, the only pressure that I want to feel is the, the pressure that I put on myself. Yeah. Um, which is a lot, <laughs> which hey, is a lot. For sure. Uh, you I know, get that. I, I sometimes think the pressure on ourselves, um, you know, I think it's a blend of like having that pressure on yourself, but like you want, you have like a passion that is just burning inside you to want to pursue these kind of things. And you know, when you have that, you're following that instinct versus applying with the pressure, like trying to, I think it's like a perfect combination because somehow you end up, like you said, just kind of tackling things as they come without feeling like too overwhelmed and when, and not really falling flat on your face, just kind of getting through it yeah. and doing also a good job on it too. You know, like, I was surprised. Yeah. I've been surprised over my career, like especially in the beginning of just like, oh, I did that and mm -hmm. turned out really mm -hmm. good. Even though, like, I was like, it was the first time I've ever tried to do those things, or first time I, you know, as the sets get larger, you're like, how am I even going to pull this off? And then next thing you know, you just do it. And you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. That was all right, you know. So, yeah, I think I think when you have that kind of, um, you want it so bad, and it's a good thing to have that kind of pressure on it because it means you care, you know. So it means you definitely want to care about what you're doing for yourself as a creative but also you know you're part of a team and a creative yeah. project and you want that to succeed as well absolutely man and i that's another thing that i've really uh especially like with the recent work that i've been doing it's uh you don't have to do everything yourself you know um you don't have to do everything yourself there are people around you for a reason uh even just as an actor you know, the, the director is there for you. If you have questions, other actors are there for you. Uh, but, you know, they have to be even even if you're, you know, number one on the call sheet, like you have to be there with those other actors, you know, in different scenes or just uh, just to build chemistry. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely something that I have been trying to uh, embrace a little bit more is that uh, it takes a village. You know, it takes a village, whether you're whether you're acting, directing, producing, like as long as you have a good team around you and everyone has the same mindset and the same goal, it'll, it'll be good and successful. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I call my sets a nice, big, creative, collaborative experience because it's like, I know mm -hmm. I have my vision and I will lead you guys in the right direction or whatever it is, but I'm all yeah. for ideas and people, you know, helping me out with this or that, or me trying to make sure, you know, I'll, I'll carry all the gear to whatever, like I, I'm, I'm team player, you know, from the bottom up, you know? So uh, uh, yeah, it's definitely good to, understand the community aspect of everything. So with all that in, with all that said and in mind, now that mm -hmm. you uh, are doing your first short film as a director, um, mm -hmm. how does that feel? First of all, this is a split blood coming out. Uh, mm -hmm. It's currently crowdfunding still, right? You're uh, still trying to get that. Um, yeah. So you, you, let's talk about the project itself, kind of how it came about and, uh, and all that. Yeah, man. Uh, so it's funny how it came about. <laughs> so it kind of came about in a way I've always had a, an idea in my head of a story, you know, just baseline, a story that I wanted to tell, but 
in terms of the the details i didn't i didn't know where to begin with that i knew that i wanted to write a story that had to do with a black family and had to do with certain undertones uh socially you know but how do i do that where it hasn't been done before you know because obviously there are other stories that have tackled those sort of situations but how can i do that in a way that hasn't been done you know, first and foremost. And the reason that we really jumped on it is because I first, when I first got here to uh, Tennessee, the industry was like, it was slowing down, you know, because uh, they were getting ready to strike. And um, so I get here, it's pretty slow. I'm not getting any auditions, you know, and, um, and then the strike happens. And then there's like, it's quiet, crickets. Uh, and so I'm like, okay, how about I just write something for me? Let me pull, let me pull Sylvester Stallone and, uh, you know what I mean? Like write something where I can input myself and implant myself into it. Um, and so Split Blood, the short is a, it's a short version and kind of a prequel into a feature. So I'm currently writing a feature for Split Blood. And so that's kind of how it came about. And the way that the short came about, I was talking to Dylan and uh, I was telling him, you know, man, like I want to turn the first like 11 pages of this feature into a short. That way something is happening and there's some momentum going with it. And uh, he was like, yeah, man, you know, let's do it. And I was like, okay, you know, how, how do we, how do we do it? I have no idea. Right. Like I'm an actor, <laughs> you know, I, um, I get the audition, I read it, and then I go to work after right. that, you know? And so he was like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, okay, uh, so how should we do it? He was like, why don't you direct it? That scared the hell out of me, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Cause I, I had no, I had no intention of, uh, of directing it. You know, I just wanted it to happen, you know? And uh, with the way that the short is written, I wouldn't have even been in it, you know what I mean? Um, and so I just wanted to work to happen to give other people opportunities and then also for the uh what i had in my head to come out you know and um so he presented the idea of me directing it and so i like went back and forth with him about it for a while and finally i was like okay like i'm down let's do it and dylan is like, so fast and so resourceful and he knows so many people because like he's just an awesome dude you know and i can't stress that enough like dylan is just an amazing person and uh, so i talked to him on a tuesday about wanting to make the short and by that next by the next wednesday he had a whole crew already assembled wow. and so i was like all right it's happening <laughs> you know and so then everything else we just kind of you know got everything else together found locations and um yeah and so now we're now it's in post um so that's how it came about the story itself is um so split blood is about a um wrestler his name is marcus turner he's a young wrestler he's a very skilled wrestler um olympic caliber and uh he is about to go to a tournament and if he wins this tournament he's off to the national championship and so um what happens after he wins the championship, him and his father are driving back home. And um, 
they experience and they witness something um, pretty traumatic and uh, and it kind of changes his trajectory. You know, Marcus wants to become a professional fighter when he's done with his wrestling career. You know, he um, he has aspirations to join, you know, a league, whether it be like UFC or PFL, like he wants to do something in that aspect. Um, but when he sees when him and his father see what they see, it kind of changes his whole trajectory. So the film itself, the short is about how um, experienced trauma can change your plans in life. You know, it can change your path in life. And um, it's almost like the butterfly effect, you know, one thing from your past can change everything else, you know? And uh, so I really wanted to, I really wanted to play with that. And, um, you know, for me personally, like there have been things in my life that if they didn't happen the way that they did, I don't know if I would be sitting here right now, you know? So I really wanted to play with that in a, in a way that was also, it just spoke to a lot of different things that are happening and have continued to happen, uh, you know, within our world, within our country. And so, um, so that was important to me. I just wanted to tell a story that one, I would like to see on screen and, um, you know, with people um, that would feel represented, you know? Um, so yeah, that's kind of just a, a long-winded answer as to like how the story came about <laughs> and what hey. it's about. But yeah, yeah. for sure. These are, uh, these are some foundation steps, man. I mean, you know, like, because once you start directing your 10th, you know, 20th project down the road, you're yeah. going to think back on all this and how it all started, you know? Right. Um, so this is exciting, you know, because your first uh, first time directing uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. Did you say that it's on post production now? So you've already shot the movie. Is it already? Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, okay. so we shot it and. Um, we shot everything and like, you know, if we need to like reshoot some stuff, we might. But as of right now, it's in post production. OK. And we're super excited about it. And um, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. So there's a few questions I've got for you. So like the first one would be, you know, now, you know, like you said at first when Dylan was like, you should direct it. You're like, well, <laughs> no, you know, I'm an actor. How yeah. was the uh, experience directing the project? I mean, um, what, you know, was it, was it almost what you imagine kind of like, you know, you had the vision in your head, obviously. So were you mm -hmm. able to like translate that really well as a director um, or were mm -hmm. you finding, a lot of challenges that obviously you overcame to get through the production side of it. But yeah, how was that experience altogether um, directing? Um, it was a great experience, man. It was, uh, it was, it was really good. And we had a couple of snags, you know, uh, someone told me, uh, I think it was Dylan, actually, he told me, um, you know, be prepared for something to go wrong. You know, because like with every shoot, there's always something that goes wrong, you know, and even as an actor, like I've on every set that I've been on, there's there's been something where the the, the director or the producer, they had to figure some stuff out. Right. And um, and two things like we were using it were they were props. We were using a safe and the safe locked on us twice and the combination wasn't working, you know, the way that it was written down. <laughs> so we had to spend some time trying to open that. And then the second thing was the um, car that we were using on set, uh, it died on us twice, you know, because ah. it, it, it was a super old battery. And, um, but those are, those are really the only two things that held us up. 
And uh, so as far as mishaps go, like if those are the only two things that happened on my first shoot, like that's, that's awesome. You know? Um, so it was a very smooth shoot. Uh, the crew was like outstanding. Um, you know, and I think again, like going back to what we were saying, you know, as long as you have assembled a team that you trust, you trust that they're going to do their job and, you know, be great at it. Um, so it was good. It was good to be able to have them around and uh, it helped a lot. Um, I learned a lot about myself, man, uh, on the shoot, you know, learned a lot about my patience. I learned a lot about, uh, you know, how I handle like when things go wrong, you know, I, I like, I just, I move, you know, it's like the dancer in me. So like when things aren't going the way that I planned it, like I gotta, I, I like bob around and like, I'm running back and forth just to move, you know? Um, and, uh, I think something else too is um, knowing how to make a decision, you know, uh, it really helped with like my decision-making skills. People would ask me things and, you know, I would just tell them, you know, and I think that was helpful for them, but also for me as going forward, just being confident in the decisions that I make and just being able to make them, you know, um, but it was good. I think, um, you're, you're working different muscles, you know, as far as like director and actor, but ultimately you're like working the same muscle and that is storytelling, you know? Um, Cause I think first and foremost, like for me as an actor, I, I focus mainly on what is going to serve the story, you know? And uh, that's what I wanted to focus on, like as a director, uh, focusing on how can I tell the story accurately and I had an amazing DP, um, you know, he was getting everything, you know, I, uh, I did a lot of homework. I did a lot of homework leading into it with it being my first time, you know, and um, shot listing and storyboarding. But when me and Dylan met with our DP, uh, Adam Chapman, he's incredible. Uh, we, um, we met a night before the shoot started and you know, we were coming up with like different things. And so it kind of forced me to just like not be married to the shot list, you know, and not be married to everything because what we were coming up with organically, it was, it was working. And so I am very confident that we got everything that we needed to. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, man, it, uh, it went well. And I think, um, you know, I was, uh, in the moment, especially when all, uh, you know, the car battery died and the lock, uh, the, the safe locked up, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm, I'm gonna do this again. I'm, I'm gonna be acting for a long time, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, I think after being able to stand back from it and being able to process it, it's, uh, it's definitely something that I would like to do again, for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, um, because it was, it was just a different way of telling the story. And, um, you know, now I have, obviously I had a lot of respect for, and have a lot of respect for directors and filmmakers, but now it's like, it's amplified, you know, I have so much, uh, so much respect for, you know, for filmmakers and directors, writers, um, but especially those that do it without a crew, that do it with a small amount of people, you know, like those filmmakers are amazing, like a different breed, you know, and so I think, uh, I think that doesn't get talked about a whole lot, you know, especially like if 
Um, Cause you know, a lot of audience members, they have no idea what goes into filmmaking, you know? And um, they have, they have no idea like how intricate it has to be. And so when you're on a super small set, like a, you know, an indie set where there's like two, three people and that's the crew, they don't talk, they don't talk about that when they're given their, you know, terrible review. Right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so I think, um, I think that I have so much respect for those indie filmmakers that are only working with like one, two, three people, you know, and, uh, it has a lot to say about the creative mind that they have, but also the work ethic, you know? So. Yeah, totally, man. I've had plenty of shoots like that. I it's those one man band crews, uh, you know, this, the tight, small circles. It's uh it's a real thing, but yeah, you hit a lot of good points there. Um, because I think, you know, I'm, I'm seven years in to my career and I think every project I've learned something more about, myself something more as a storyteller as a director things like that and i I remember those first few shoots of doing directing for the first time and and it is like a whirlwind you know you're kind of you know you have to like really like you said be patient about things have some discipline and then you know make executive decisions and and learn how to balance time and resources and people and communication and and get the job done and all these things i mean you're like a ringleader of a circus i mean in reality of like any set so it's uh it can be a very overwhelming thrilling stressful and exciting in all any any range of emotions all at the same time but like you said when you kind of get done out of out of that you process process everything and think back you're like oh man that was a it's a good experience and now you know you 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 shot the movie and it's uh, in post-production. So once it's fu- fully complete and out in the world, that's your, that's your stamp for life. You know, like people can really always go back to that and say, you know, that that's a movie you made, you know? Right. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think that's also something that, um, that I've always been attracted to with filmmaking is just the, uh, the longevity of it in terms of like when you're done with the work, it's out there and, you know, mm-hmm. people can see it you know, forever, especially like in the, in the world that we live in now, um, where you can stream everything for as long as you want to, you know, and I, um, yeah, it definitely helps you submit your, your place in the world. I feel like, um, I have a question for you, if that's sure. all right. Of course. Um, so you say you're seven years in, congratulations. That's awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you. When, how was your, we'll call it management of like everyone on set in terms of were you taking on what they were feeling and how has that changed from then like your first project until now? That's a good question. Um, I would say I'm a very empathetic person. So like I, I naturally feel like I have to take care of others, you know, feel like I have to, look out for people, you know, help out as much as I can, things like that in nature. So it's like when I'm the management side of things, it's very hard for me to be like, Hey guys, I'm the, the boss here. or I'm the director. You know, it's like, I, I, mm-hmm. I just kind of come on set and I'm like, Hey guys, you know, we're all in this together. Uh, thanks for sticking by me and uh, you know, dealing with my crazy vision here. We're going to try to do this thing, you know? And um, yeah. I think, you know, at first it felt very awkward. It felt very, strange and kind of out of place and then you know i luckily in my first shoot i knew i think i had like three or four close people around me so it didn't feel like so much like 
intense, anxious energy in the air. And, and, and I kind of had some people I could rely on and be kind of, you know, shake off some of the, the dust with. But the other people, the strangers I didn't know, essentially, you know, the first time hanging out with them, working with them, things like that. You know, I think from even then to now, I've always been very, very respectful of their time for being there and whatever they're feeling like my very first shoot one of our actresses was very sick that day she mm -hmm. like she did like the first three or four different shots and then she was like visibly like not feeling well so i kind of had to pivot against the all natural instinct of like well but we got to get this done you know it's verse you know and also it, it pivot against that and say you know this is a, a person who's not feeling well how can we make the best of the situation? And then what can I do for her, you know, take care of her, you know, and like, you know, how can I keep her comfortable, you know, while she's here for the rest of the day, things like that. So even now, uh, my last few shoots have been crazy because I've had, I've probably directed sets of like 20 to 30 people on set. And it's been like, cause these sets are getting bigger and bigger and bigger now. And I'm like, I'm still taking this, the time to every single person one by one individually to say, hey, how are you? If I haven't met them, hi, my name is August. How are you? Um, thanks for being here. You know, this is how the day is going to go. Um, feel free if you have any questions, if you need anything, let me know, things like that. You know, if I can sense they're kind of getting stressed or they're getting tired or if they, whatever it is, like I'm always constantly going one by one, every single person and being like, can I get you anything? You got, are you good? You need anything? Like, if, especially if they're like emotional scenes, physical scenes, things like that. Like we're taking, I'm taking all the precaution trying to just make sure everyone's safe and everyone's happy and fed, hydrated, things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just it's it's always been a very I just care a lot about people. And then I think for me, it's kind of my silly head where I'm like, oh, people are showing up to make a movie with me. I, I feel like I owe it. I owe everything to them. So I really yeah. have to kind of stress that along the way. So, yeah, nothing's really changed as far as caring for people and going individually to person to person but i do understand my role now as the mm -hmm. management of the set which is if things have to kind of move a little quicker or we have to kind of you know like hey, hey all right we, we got to keep rolling or quiet on the set things like that you know yeah. we you know you kind of really have to take that step up and get on the pedestal or, or you know stand on the chair and say all right guys <laughs> like hey here we are we're doing this and move it along because especially as more and more people are on set lots a lot of people are getting to know each other having fun goofing off you know hanging out and things like that so time can quickly pass if you're not paying attention so you kind of those kind of things you learn as as you go but um yeah that's a good question though i i like that yeah no yeah i i ask it because i'm the same exact way mm. <laughs> and you know i i just i noticed uh in hindsight that i was going to every single person you know um like constantly like in between takes you know if i know if i know where we're headed then let me see how everyone is doing you know yeah. and so i think um it's kind of it's it's nice to hear that you're also the same way and just like as as an actor on someone's set i want to um you know i want the director to make sure that safety is a priority and make sure that everyone is doing good, you know? So for, for me, I wanted to give that to everyone else on set as well, you know, cause it's super big empath, you know, and I'm taking on everyone's feelings. And if we're getting a little bit behind, I'm like, Oh no, they're annoyed. <laughs> so we got to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, 
Uh, if something you know, goes wrong or we're losing time and I automatically think it's my fault. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm yes. the one pressing out and like worried about everyone else versus. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. But yeah, you know, and I think it's good to have that kind of energy on set because, you know, you're mm. an actor, you, you definitely understand that. And I, as I've done this for so long, like I've had a lot of people wanting to work on my sets because they know kind of how it goes. Like it feels yeah. like a very, very like, we all known each other for years. It's a family. It's like we're all looking out for each other. We're having fun. We're organically creating something in the process, too. And then once they see that final product, it's like, yeah, you, you think about all that stuff. And you're like, man, I want to work with them again. You know, I want to work with, uh, you know, DeAndre again. Like, I want to work with these guys again, like for for these movies, because I know how fun and, and wholesome it was on set. So. Uh, yeah, it's 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 good energy to have, man. I'm glad to glad to hear you're the same way. Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool to hear someone else is like in the same boat because I was like, am I doing too much? But yeah. no, uh, that lets me know I'm not. <laughs> For sure, no, not at all, man. Uh, so one more question about the movie, because um, uh, you you mentioned that you know you you personally pulled some experiences from your own, uh, kind of mm -hmm. like in the process of this making it, um, wanting to tell a story, kind of have some social awareness, things like that nature. You know, the mm -hmm. impact of what the movie will hopefully bring, along with your personal side of it attached to it. Um, what is that like? Because I I know from some other films in my previous work, I pulled a lot of energy, a lot of like personal stuff I went through into characters, into an actual plot, into actual dialogue and things like that. And I know looking back at it now, I still feel very, I don't know, it's a very um, emotional process kind of going through. And then, and I've gotten some emotional feedback also how it maybe, you know, shaped, I did like an indie drama, like a real romantic kind of, thing a few years ago and and every when i show that to people you know their heartstrings are you know feel are being felt as well so it's kind of like one of those things where yeah it's a weird process to kind of a little bit of your inside is out on screen publicly yeah. as well so is there something um you can you want to say about either your personal experience going into this movie or kind of what you're looking hopefully gonna get from people watching it when it comes out yeah, absolutely, man. Um, thank you for that question. That's a that's a good one. I uh, so as far as the relationship, so I really wanted to focus on the dynamic of the family, uh, you know, because in media and in our society, you know, black family along with the people are sometimes seen as monolithic, you know, and not just not just you know black families, but any families of color, you know, they're kind of seen as a monolithic thing in terms of, you know, certain stereotypes or, oh, this family does it, so this other family must be that way as well, you know? So I wanted to focus on the dynamic of the family and also the relationships between everyone within the family, you know, the relationship with the mom and the son, the mom and the daughter, the mom and the dad, you know? Um, so I really wanted to focus on that because growing up, I grew up with a single mom and, uh, I was basically the man of the house, you know, I'm the oldest of my siblings and I had to, you know, I couldn't go out every weekend. I had to babysit, you know, and so I felt like um, uh, that it was important to share a story and give a picture of a family 
dynamic that I missed out on, uh, especially with the relationship between the father and the son, you know, uh, Marcus and Nathaniel. Nathaniel is the father in Split Blood, played by uh, Moiba Mustafa, a credible actor. And um, and uh, young Marcus is played by LaDon Williams. And uh, they were able to really um, create that essence of the bond between, you know, father and son that they shared. And, you know, for me growing up, I always wanted to be close with my bio. My bio. And um, it never happened. And so looking, writing this story, I kind of like realized a lot of things about myself, you know, um, like I grew up playing sports and I like in retrospect, I realized the only reason that I played sports was because my dad played sports growing up. And um, the only reason I wanted and I like I put my all into these sports that I played, you know, I played basketball, I boxed, I played football, I ran track, you know, like all of these things that I knew that my dad did in his childhood, I wanted to do them and excel at them, which, you know, to an extent I did in all of those areas to get some sort of recognition or some sort of uh, um, attention from him, you know? And so it, it was interesting, like writing this, like, man, like, did I even like football? <laughs> did I even like to do these things? Which I did, you know, I did. I loved those things and I made a lot of friends and it uh, it helped me like in my career now and where I'm at. And so so, yes, I like those things, but in terms of why did I start them? It was because I wanted, you know, I wanted his attention and I wanted his love. And so uh, writing Split Blood, I, I really wanted to focus on the bond between father and son. And where the feature goes, uh, it kind of continues that, uh, you know, in terms of uh, where Marcus ends up as an adult, you know, and why does he choose the path that he has chosen now? Uh so that was that was a big thing um, for me writing this. Um, and it's something that I've always thought about, uh, you know, growing up, you know, because I uh, I've had father figures in my life. And the biggest father figure that I've had was my grandfather. You know, I to an extent had that father son bond with him that you see in that you'll see in the uh, in the short um, you know, my, my grandpa taught me everything. He taught me how to tie a tie, taught me how to shave, taught me how to mow the lawn, like everything that a, an adult, you know, that me as an adult, I know now came down from him, especially like how to be a man, how to talk to other men, how to talk to women. Like he taught me all of those things. And so very blessed and like lucky to have him in my life. But I also wanted that from my biological dad, you know, um, and uh, also the uh, the trauma side of it, um, it really it really stems from there is a point in my life uh, where we were just seeing like black bodies be destroyed, you know, like weekly, monthly, um, you know, whether it be from uh like citizens or be law enforcement, you know, we were just, we were seeing this on a regular basis. And uh, the uh, one that stood out the most for me uh, during that time was uh, uh, Philando Castile, you know, was a, um, he worked in a school in his uh, Ohio neighborhood. And um, he, uh, you know, we see what happened. And if, 
anyone isn't familiar with Philando Castile, he was uh, um, shot during a traffic stop. Um, and he told the officer that he was the registered, uh, he had a um, license to carry, you know, and, um, and the officer ended up killing him. But that situation always stuck with me because we always saw what happened to him and they tried to show us who he was before that. But we, you know, we only get glimpses of their lives before the tragedy. And so I really wanted to focus on who people are in their essence before tragedy strikes. And then also, how do they move forward after it happens? You know, um, because that's also something that we don't see, like how do their families reel from that and how do they move on? Um, and so that situation always stuck with me. And that situation was something that really prompted me to write a story, you know, like this. Uh, and yeah, it's just hard. And so I think for audiences, after they see it, I want them to be able to talk about these things. I want them to be able to talk about trauma and be able to talk about how, you know, you don't have to be your trauma, you know, um, your trauma doesn't have to define you, but it is a part of you. And uh, it's okay to accept that and embrace it. And um, also know that you can't look at someone on the surface level and get their entire story. You know what I mean? You have to be able to talk to someone in depth for a long and want to get to know them and keep an open mind about who they are and how they think as well and know that their experience is not your experience. So I, you know, with this, with the short and um, in the future with the feature, I want audiences to be able to get that and want to, you know, talk about those things and also talk about the social issues that um, we keep on experiencing, especially the, uh, the dichotomy between people of color and law enforcement. You know, that's something that is long lived and it still continues, um, but people are so afraid to talk about it. And mm -hmm. we're in 20, three you know what I mean like we should be able to talk about it and not get upset from jump you know like we should be able to keep an open mind and know that everyone's experiences are different uh you know um and not everyone is going to think the same so uh, yeah that's kind of that's kind of what I hope and I do believe uh will come about from people seeing this right on man I that's thank you for sharing all that I mean beautifully said um you know, it's uh, there's always like the sensitivity around certain things like that. And I'm, and I think that you you seem like the right guy to tell that kind of story and to share that kind of perspective and hope and hopefully have other people see that kind of like you said, just think about these kinds of things, you know. And and honestly, it's probably like you said, it's 2023. This is uh, it's, it's weird that we're in 2023. And we're still having these bizarre issues that shouldn't be happening but yeah. it might be the right time to have something out like this in the world that mm -hmm. hopefully can more people will, will watch and see and gain something from. So, uh, yeah, like I said, thank you for sharing all that. I know that's uh, a lot of personal stuff go went into this movie and I can tell, and I think it's going to be uh, great just because there's all that passion and love and thinking about the world itself and other people. So, so thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you, man. Appreciate of course. It. Um, 
So let's uh, let's wrap up uh, details about the movie because it's on the uh, Indiegogo right now that it's still funding. When is that ending? Um, and kind of what are you looking to get? How's Indiegogo helping and uh, and all that stuff? What people can expect out of the campaign also? Yeah, so uh, our Indiegogo campaign, it runs until I think November 14th. So we have okay. about like 30 days left on it. And um, thank you so much to everyone who has already contributed. Uh, so the funding for this movie is going directly towards our cast and crew and the people that have helped us with the uh, locations. And then um, it's also going to uh, cover um, a lot of the things that we had to spend on for post-production. So, you know, the crowdfunding is to help pay artists, you know, groceries, help them pay their gas for like coming on set, help them pay part of their rent, you know, for the month. So everyone who is contributing, that is what it's going towards. You know, it's not going to me at all. <laughs> you know, it's like it's going toward the people that help make this possible. Um, and uh, what people will get is um, you, they have an option of whenever the film becomes available, they'll get a private link for a screen screening of it and then we'll also be uh renting a place to do an in-person screening uh that way we can see it on the big screen and uh we have some other cool perks as well we have um you know a physical poster of our poster um that was uh, designed by creepy canvas and um or creepy carves sorry creepy cars design uh they uh, designed our poster and um they'll also be able to get a behind the scenes album photo album of uh day one and day two from our shoot and there is an option for a associate producer and also an executive producer uh there are also some things that i'm forgetting right now but uh if you can check it out go to indiegogo and type in split blood short film you'll be able to see um our goal and what the money is going towards and all other details as well and all the perks that you'll be able to get from that and you know if you if you can contribute all that we ask is if you you know share information about our film and then also share a link that will direct people to the indiegogo crowdfunding campaign perfect perfect i will put the link to the campaign in the show notes for people to oh. uh to check out hopefully awesome. you guys do and if you've watched this interview or listened to this interview after that date uh, I'm sure you'll be seeing the news already about this movie out somewhere at some point and it, uh, DeAndre is still killing it and all that good stuff. So uh, I hope you guys for now, uh, this will, this, by the time this episode is out, we'll still have like 25 days or 28 days, something like that of the campaign. So you guys cool. still have time to donate, help, uh, help get this movie, uh, all the post-production stuff as best it can possibly be and help, uh, like you said, uh, take care of the artists and creators that's a part of it as well so and that's and that's beautiful that you're uh you guys are doing all that you know i mean like you said i you know we've done crowdfunding here too none of that money goes in our pockets you know it's to it's to cover <laughs> it's to cover the talent it's to ensure it's, yeah it, we're not getting paid to do this guys yeah. so so uh i love uh supporting i, I see I, supporting other filmmakers and seeing them uh do what you're doing right now and uh and i know that there is a big community out there who are wanting to support these kinds of projects. So hopefully uh, yeah. you guys are out there listening and wanting to do so for DeAndre. So awesome, man. Yeah, definitely. And if you, uh, 
Got Instagram. Follow us uh, at Split Blood Film on Instagram. Follow me at DeAndre Teagle on Instagram. And, you know, you'll be able to keep up with all of the progress that we're having with the film for sure. Perfect. That was the that was the next question I was going to ask you. Where can people find you and all that good stuff? So, <laughs> yes, sir. yes, sir. Um, all right, man. It is a pleasure getting to know you and talk with you, having you share your story, uh, perspective on everything. Um, is there are there is there anything else you'd like to promote or uh, any final thoughts for the listeners today? Um, man, just thank you so much for having me. Uh, I appreciate you. I'm a big fan of, uh, of your work and also what you're doing with this, uh, with this platform, you know, giving, uh, filmmakers a uh, platform to promote themselves and promote their work, but also just promote the art. Um, so that's incredible. Um, as far as like featured things, I, um, have a project uh, called Alien Hunt that is um, going to be coming out soon. Uh, hopefully a trailer will be dropping for that soon. Um, and then uh, I will be in the next couple weeks on set shooting an action film. So I'm super excited about that. Um, but other than that, just be on the lookout for Split Blood coming soon. And uh, thank you so much again, man, for having me. I appreciate yeah, it. Man. No, I appreciate you, and thank you for the kind words. Um, like I said, I'll I'll put some uh, links below for people to check out your uh, the campaign, the film, your social media, just to get to know you and all that good stuff too. So thank you for your time being on the show. I can't wait to see what you come up with next. Uh, see the success of the movie, and you know I'd love to work with you one day, man. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can yeah. collaborate sometime soon. Let's make it happen, man, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, we're we're just down the street from each other, so we're just not too bad. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that, well, with that said, then we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, check out DeAndre. Thank you so much again for your time. And with that said, we will see you guys next time. <laughs>